thank God for this opportunity to stand before you again. I thank God, as my mother used to say, that I'm able to answer for myself. We are praying and we thank God for the life of Apostle Fred Price. Wonderful visionary, wonderful man of faith. God called him from labor to reward. But what an impact he made while breath was in his body. We are praying for his wife, his children, the church family, and for all of those that have been touched by his life. I heard the other day, yesterday I believe, he wrote 50 books in his lifetime. That, that takes discipline. That takes God speaking to you constantly. I thank God for his wonderful ministry. I had a chance to visit his facility in California several years ago. It, it was state-of-the-art then, and it's yet state-of-the-art. It's something to be proud of. In the book of Matthew, the ninth chapter, and we're going to begin reading at verse 35. And I'm asking all of you to understand as a pastor, I teach, I preach, I encourage, I exhort, I correct, I rebuke, whatever you want to call it. Today, today I have a purpose. I have a function. I want to engage you in ministry. I want to engage you in ministry. I thank God for your prayers. You're praying for me. I thank God for your comments you're putting on the screen. Wonderful word, Pastor. Bless you, Pastor. I needed that. That's wonderful. But now I want to engage you in ministry. Matthew 35, Matthew 9 and 35. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he would move with compassion on them because they fainted. They were just tired and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Y'all get that? We call the members in the congregation sheep. And we call the pastors shepherds. They were scattered abroad as sheep having no Shepherd. Then said he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest, into the fields. Thank God for the reading of his word. You could keep it there for just a few moments. We want to talk about Put your time in. Put your time in. I grew up, and y'all know I'm old school. They had some songs. Put your time in. Payday coming after a while. I'm telling you now, put your time in. I used to tell my wife sometimes, 
when we would go to visiting churches, I told her, it seemed like everybody come there with a mindset that he going to preach, he going to do this, he going to do that, and that's wonderful. But how much prayer are you offering to your pastor, to the preacher? Are you calling his name in prayer? Are you asking God to strengthen him, anoint him, give him more wisdom, more knowledge? What are you doing to help in this pandemic that's going on right now? Jesus, in the book of Matthew, the ninth chapter, first part of the chapter, he healed a man sick of the palsy, called Matthew to ministry. It dealt with the Pharisees because they thought he was completely out of order. They didn't understand his ministry. He healed a woman with the issue of blood. Two blind men came to him and said, Lord, have mercy on us. And he opened up their blinded eyes. Then he cast out the demon in a dumb man that couldn't speak. And when he cast out the demon, not only did he cast out the demon, but the man was able to speak. So as he was going through the city of Galilee, there were many, many things that he was doing based on what God had called him and commissioned him to do. Then he gets to the city and the villages and begins to teach in the synagogue and preaching the gospel. Healing the sick, all manner of sickness. And then he noticed something. There's a lot of people, too many. I don't have enough time. I won't be here long enough. But they look like sheep without a shepherd. In other words, as, as much as I'm doing, there's still some work that has to be done. Oh, y'all better listen to me, Holy Fellowship. And much as I'm doing on Tuesday, and much as I'm doing on Friday and, and Sunday, there are still people that need to be ministered to, to. Put your time in. Bible say he was moved with compassion. Then he said, the harvest truly it's plenteous. In other words, there's a whole lot of people out there that need what I got. Oh, my God. There's a whole lot of people that need to be ministered to. The harvest, the harvest, the field, outside of what we're doing, the field, outside of the church, there's a harvest out there. It's plenteous. Plenty sinners need to be saved. Plenty backsliders need to be Reclaim. Plenty of demons, I'm sorry, demons need to be cast out. He said the harvest truly is plenteous. But the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. So before, before we move on in scripture, just let me ask a few questions. Pandemic started in March of last year, 
and we're almost at a year time now. How many people have you witnessed to? How many people have you invited to your Sunday school class? How many people have you invited? They don't want to go to church physically, but how many have you invited to watch the telecast? to watch Tuesday night Bible study, to watch Friday night service, to watch Sunday service. How many people have you ministered to over this time period? Well, Pastor, I'm not a preacher. You're a witness. You can witness to what God had done for you. You can witness to what God had done for others, and you can invite and let the preacher preach to them. Let the missionary preach to them. Put your time in. Oh, my God. I, I hope I can get somebody to help me today. I, I, I'm looking for the numbers when I look at Facebook and I see how many people are watching. I'm looking for those numbers to go up every week because somebody is putting their time in. Because somebody is having a watch party. Somebody is telling somebody else, Holy Fellowship is on Facebook. You need to tune in. You need to tune in. I need you to put your time in. God is going to feed me to feed his people. But I need somebody to help me because the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are Few people are dying, but hopefully you witness to them while they had an opportunity to hear. That's one of the things that really hurts when people pass away and you realize you could have said something to possibly make a difference. You could have done something to possibly make a difference. You can't make nobody watch a broadcast. You can't make nobody be a part of your Sunday school class. But God knows you can invite them. My God, I believe, I believe there's an, an anointing that's out now that's, that's drawing people to the body of Christ. I believe because of the world condition, it's a perfect time to tell somebody there is a reality in serving a true and living God. He's able to save. He's able to heal. He's able to even heal from COVID-19. Thousands have been healed. Somebody needs to tell somebody you don't have to die before your time, but you can believe God for a miracle. He's able to save. The man that had the demon, he couldn't even speak. But when God cast out the demon, he also opened up his mouth that he was able to speak. Then we get to the 10th chapter. After he had said, the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. He commissioned 10 disciples. Look at that, look at that first verse, 10th chapter. And when he had called, called unto him, I'm sorry, 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sicknesses and all manner of diseases. Now, I want you to understand the double no effect. If one person is going forth 
preaching the gospel, healing the sick, healing all kinds of diseases, casting out demons, and he is very effective. How much more is it when he commissioned 12 others and give them the same power, the same authority to do the same thing that he's doing? Put your time in. You say you got a call on your life? Put your time in. You say God has delivered you? Put your time in. You say you're saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, with a mighty burning fire. Put your time in. <coughs> Excuse me. We, we're living in a time. I'm reading the paper, little kids, the 12 year old ball in Cascade. Then come home the other day and they found him near the park over John White Park been shot several times. What kind of demonic spirit would allow somebody to shoot a kid several times? Y'all, there are gangs out there that's part of the initiation to be a part of them. They got to go kill somebody, rob a bank, or do something. Those people need to hear the gospel. They need to know that God is able to turn your life around. Put your time in. Missionary, go to work. Preacher, go to work. Deacon, go to work. Saints, go to work. Put your time in. People are dying every day. They need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. People are losing their mind all this pressure. They need to know if they keep their mind stayed on Jesus, the Lord will keep them in perfect peace. We need to let them know there is a hope. Jesus is the subject of our hope. He's our only hope. He's our only help. We need to tell a dying world that you don't have to live the way you live. You don't have to keep doing what you're doing. Put your time in holy fellowship. Put your time in, saints of God. Somebody need to know you don't have to live like that. You don't have to let the devil make a fool out of you every time you get your check. You spending on drugs and alcohol, gambling or whatever. You need to let them know that God is able to save. To the uttermost, he's able to save. Put your time in. I want you to know my goal today, I'm not trying to make you shout. I want you to listen. I want you to grab hold to the challenge. Put your time in. Study to show yourself approved. A workman need not be ashamed rightly divine the word of truth but when somebody come to you you'll know what to say not because of your knowledge from your books in school but because of your knowledge of reading God's word you were once a sinner but God saved you some of you were on drugs but God delivered you some of you were smoking two and three packs a day but God cleansed you up. You need to witness to somebody. So in this lesson today, Jesus realized that I can only do so much. 
But look at all the other people that need help. Look at, thank God for what he was able to do. Thank God for those that were able to get to him and be healed, be delivered, and be set free. Thank God for the woman that was able to press away after she had been sick for several years. And the Bible said she had spent all her money going back from doctor to doctor, but she just pressed away toward Jesus. And she touched the hem of his garment. And, 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 and it's amazing because sometimes we get our confidence in certain people and think that God can't use nobody else. But I dare you to sell out to God. I dare you to empty yourself and let God fill you up. There's a greater anointing for our lives. There's more power for our lives. There's more wisdom and knowledge. We can never get enough. I'm asking God to take me higher. I'm asking God for a greater anointing. I'm asking God for greater wisdom, greater power. Why? The harvest is plenteous. But the laborers are few. How many of you all in Georgia, Alabama, wherever you are, how many of y'all are going to receive this challenge? Put your time in. Pick up the phone and tell somebody. I just want you to know the pastor I was listening to on Sunday morning, he challenged us to witness to somebody, and I just wanted to witness to you. I just want to tell you that God is able. I don't know what you're going through, but God is able to fix your situation. Why don't you just tune in with me on Tuesday? Hear Bible study. Why don't you just watch with me on Friday and Sunday? And just see, just, 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 just give it a chance. I'm not, I'm not going to make you do nothing, but just invite them and see what happens. Sometimes the reason why people are not drawn because one of the things I remember coming up, and everybody, sometimes they used to say the pastor this, and the pastor needs to do that. And I heard one preacher say, it's sheep that draw sheep. I am the shepherd of this house. You are the sheep. Sheep draw sheep. Put your time in. And the wonderful thing about it, I, I had a few people that I've called reference for somebody to do some work and they would tell me well I don't really know anybody you can depend on sometimes they come through and sometimes they don't I can give you his name I can give you his number but I really can't recommend them because they don't do the same thing all the time you don't have that problem you, when you recommend Jesus he's the same yesterday today and forevermore. He, he's a healer then. He's a healer now. And he's going to always be a healer. He's a deliverer. He's a savior. He's a miracle worker. You have no problem recommending Jesus. Why? I find no fault in him. He is all powerful. He is all knowing. I recommend Jesus to you. My brother, my sister, I can recommend him. What he done for others, he'll do the same thing for you. But you got to put your time in. You got to stop depending on others. Thank God for the people that's encouraging you. 
But when are you going to encourage somebody else? We are the light of the world. When are you going to let your light shine before men? That they may see your good work and glorify our Father in heaven. Put your time in. Don't be a stumbling block. Be somebody that encourage. Be somebody that draw. Be somebody that people want to say, if I can just be like her spiritually. If I can, if God can do for me what he did for her, for him. Put your time in. When I look at the work that has to be done, we're living in a very, I'm going to say complex in a sense. When you have a party in the White House that can experience what they experienced on January the 6th when all of their lives were in danger and the Republicans can admit it happened but acquit the person that caused it to happen. We are a divided people. We are a divided nation. So how can you put your trust in something that you see is divided? That's why you need to put your trust in the Lord. Man will let you down, but God will not let you down. Man will let you down. God, he's a very present help. He's a constant in time of trouble. So I'm asking all of you that are watching me today, I'm challenging you to put your time in, your brother, your sister, your spouse, your children, invite them to church. Guess what? They don't have to, they don't have to dress up if they don't want to. They don't have to leave the house but invite them to church. Let them know that we're living in the last days and things are not going to get any better. They are going to get worse. Let them know that whatever situation they're in, God is able to deliver. But you got to put your time in. Well, Pastor, it ain't easy. I didn't tell you it was going to be easy. But God gave you something. He gave you power. And I'm commissioning you today by the power that God has given me. God has given you. I'm asking you to put your time in because payday is coming after a while. When I go to a final service, when I hear someone passing, my first question, my first question in my mind is that they know the Lord. Thousands have died during this pandemic, several of them, thousands of them knew the Lord. God, no, that makes a difference because when they knew the Lord, we don't sorrow as others who have no hope. But if they went down believing in the Lord, living for the Lord, they shall rise again. Somebody need to tell somebody that Jesus saved. Somebody need to tell somebody that Jesus healed. Jesus delivered whatever you need. You need to put your time in. Somebody need to grab this. When I watch my screen on Tuesday night, 
I want to see more that's watching than watches past two tonight. When I watch my screen on Friday, I want to see more because I'm commissioning you, my sister, my brother, to tell somebody that Jesus saved. There is hope in this dying world. We thank God for you listening to me today. I'm not trying to make you shout. I want you to go to work. I want you to study. If you don't feel comfortable, study your Bible. Pray fast. Ask God to give you what to say when you witness to people. People are dying every day. You need to witness somebody. Now if Jesus in this scripture he, re he recognized what was going on. And he said in so many words, if more people in the harvest outside than we have laborers. So I'm praying that God will send us more laborers. In other words, that God will send us more saints that we can go in the field because there are more sinners out there than there are saints in here. So I'm praying that God would give you that holy boat. He didn't give you the spirit of fear. But he gave you the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Minister, you got to go to work. Elder, whoever you are, if you know the Lord, you ought to tell somebody that to the utmost, Jesus saved. He'll pick you up and he'll turn you around. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we thank you. For the word on today, help us God to receive the word and apply it to our everyday life. God, we commission your people to go out into the hedges and highways to compel men and women to come. God, give them holy boldness. Help them understand your word. Help us to understand your will and your way. God, use us for your glory. Anoint us even the more. Help us, God, to be effective witnesses. Help us, God, to tell somebody that you're able to save. You're able to heal and deliver. God, meet the needs of your people everywhere. Some need you for one thing and some need you for another, God. But whatever the needs are, our eyes are upon you. Save God and heal that man, that woman that's watching today. Bring them under conviction. Give them a mind to repent and to receive you as their Lord and Savior. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, save him. Save our husband, our spouses, our children, our loved ones. Do it, God, and we'll forever give you the glory. We thank you in advance for what you're doing. It's just marvelous in our eyes. In Jesus' name, we pray till the next time. We're going to bless you. We're going to give you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. All of God's people said, Amen.